Hey, hey, right now you're listening to the Perseverance episode, and I just want to say before we begin the show that this episode is very soul-filling. I spread the truth about a lot of things and to talk about the different kingdoms that exist in the spirit. It's just as much as like understanding your power and not giving your power away. Y'all, I'm not going to say too much, but just know that this episode is fire. Literally got to be one of my most favorite ones so far this season. Please just take heed of everything that I said. That's all I ask. Take heed. And when you do, oh my gosh, your life is going to be blessed. Thank me later. Actually, thank God later. But let's begin the show. What's popping, y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin' family? Welcome back to another episode with your favorite girl, Jasmine Charlie, here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Y'all, when I tell y'all I got some tea to spill this episode, <laughs> honey, if you did not bring your teacups, if you if you wearing some like clothes that you really care about, I would really suggest that you change because tea is going to be spilled on this episode the table is shaking the table is basically about to break we we need a new table at this point um so i'm really hype about that but before i even dig in because i'm just ready to jump right into it but before um i dig in i just want to say don't mind my voice if it's sounding a little different your girl's kind of dealing with some allergies right now but the devil is alive this episode is still getting out and guys i'm super hype when i tell you i'm over here shaking with joy and excitement because i am teed i am riled up and i'm ready to drop some wisdom yeah let's go so um first and foremost one i'm on a fast right now i feel better than ever it's been like two months since i've been on a fast and i told myself you know months ago like i want to you know train myself to be at least fast at least once a month um and i knew i was due for a fast because my flesh was just my my flesh was just acting super duper out of control now guys um I want you to I want to school you guys real quick on flesh nature your flesh just seeks pleasure it's it's pleasure hungry it's very selfish it's all about self 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 when you operate out of the flesh you're not caring about nothing else and um I needed to do a fast because when you fast you, you give up something you literally surrender up something to God and in, in, in instead of you doing that thing you're spending more time in prayer in the word um, in sermons whatever the case may be but you're spending more time connecting with God I, I think some people try to give up things but not add in the extra time with their relationship with God and you're not gonna you're not gonna feel the change my dog is barking okay wait zoe what are you what are you doing hold on guys all right y'all my apologies my dog was just acting a little crazy you know what i'm saying but everything is good everything is kosher over here so yeah back to what i was saying um basically you need to when you do decide to do a fast which should be a part of your every your, your it should be a part of your life it shouldn't just be a thing you do every now and then um but it should be literally a lifestyle um but what i was saying was it you have to increase your time in the face of god um not just giving things up and just say okay i'm done eating from 6 a.m to 6 p.m and that's my fast and i'm fasting for financial a financial breakthrough or something like at that point you're just really starving yourself if you're not going to spend time in the word of god spend time you know in his presence so i just wanted to say that so 
Um, I'm on a fast right now. It's only been two days. Guys, when I tell you fasts are, I just really want us to do a fast. Um, I want you to do a fast. When I tell you literally the first hour in of me just literally surrendering up Twitter, I felt a difference in how I felt in my spirit. Literally God's voice, it just started automatically. It wasn't something, okay, maybe day two or three, I'm going to dig deeper in and I'm going to get the, the, the more revelations and I'm going to feel connected like never before to God. No, it literally happened so quick and it's amazing. And this is what I want to talk about today um so i'm on the fast i gave up twitter i'm giving up twitter for a week um it's crazy because i didn't even realize how much i noticed that now on the fast my body really depended or or, or craved twitter i deleted the app but like my body's like been looking for the app or whatever it's like sometimes forgets that i deleted the app jazz i'm on a fast so it's just crazy and all the time that i would spend scrolling on my timeline i'm just spending that time in my word looking at devotionals watching sermons and just putting my faith like literally putting my face in the presence of god um so with that being said one thing that I definitely noticed about myself that I'm really working on is, and I've been telling myself this, is that I want to understand the Holy Spirit better. I know that the Holy Spirit, from what I've heard, is he, it's a person, like he, he has feelings. Um, and I knew that I wanted to grow an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Now we, I want to clarify there when, when we talk about the Holy Trinity, we have God, the father, we have God, the son, who is Jesus Christ. And then we have the Holy Spirit. God, the father is the creator of all things. He is, and mind you, they're all one. I need you need people to understand this. These are not like different entities and like they're different people. No, they're all one. They all come together in one. It's the Holy Trinity and each part, each, each third of them like play a big factor in your life. So, you know, I was watching a Mike Todd sermon when he was just talking about the Holy Spirit, Spirit, it just like reminded me that I really want to grow an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. I feel like lately um, on my walk in this part of my journey up until this point, I was, I obviously knew God the Father. That's my daddy. That's my best friend. That's who I pray to, you know, God, Lord, that's my Lord, my savior and everything. That's who I, that's who I uh, talk to. That's who I address in my journals every day. Well, not every day, but I write journals. I say, Hey Lord, Hey dad, Hey God, that's God the Father that I'm addressing when it comes to Jesus or the son, um, the second part of the Trinity or the second piece of the Trinity. Um, I, you know, I connect with Jesus in a way when I read the word and I understand that Jesus, you know, died for us and, and that when Jesus died, he left, but he, when he said greater is coming because you guys, he told his disciples before he left earth that you guys are going to basically, you guys are going to be happy that I'm leaving because greater is coming. I'm sending the Holy spirit. Now the Holy spirit, oh my gosh. And mind you, I'm just two, I'm not going to say I'm just two, three days in with the Holy Spirit. I've always had the Holy Spirit, but it's like, I've, I'm in a, I'm in a place in my life now where I'm literally consciously welcoming him in my life. I knew that I knew the Holy Spirit. I have the gift of speaking in tongues. Um, I have the gift of tongues. I have, you know, the heavenly language I have. There's different things. I know what it means to operate out of the Holy Spirit. I get that. But when it came with a, a fellowship, I think we forget that. There's a relationship that you can have with the Holy Spirit. 
And that was the part that I feel like I wasn't really working on because I was just more so my focus was on God, the father, and then Jesus, my love for Jesus and how I just want to live a life like Jesus. But forgetting that I have the helper, I have the advocate, I have the spirit inside of me. And the spirit is the force. It's the power that makes God so powerful. It's the power that made Jesus Christ so powerful. Y'all want to know something so even more crazy? The Holy Spirit is for all the people who are struggling or want to or yeah struggle in some areas understanding reading the bible the holy spirit your helper which is a free gift to all people let me just re-emphasize that again and say that the holy spirit is free it's free game for all of us thank you jesus for dying on the cross for us so the holy spirit wrote the bible it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't paul it wasn't moses it was the holy spirit the holy spirit inspired these people the ones who did write the bible luke and all that the holy spirit inspired these people to write the bible the holy spirit was flowing through these people when writing the bible the holy spirit has been here since the beginning of the creation of the earth the holy spirit has been here it knows all it is all it's the most supreme spirit in the world not even the world of of any existence it is the power it is the drive of god himself and he has feelings he's a person and he lives inside of us and you hear a lot of time don't grieve the holy spirit don't grieve the holy spirit the holy spirit is so powerful but at the same time it is very sensitive and the different things that we ourselves do with our free will can either please the holy spirit or grieve the holy spirit and if you want to acknowledge and build an intimate relationship with the holy spirit i promise all you have to do is literally said holy spirit right now repeat after me holy spirit I invite you into my life. I want to get to know you. I want to build fellowship with you. Holy Spirit, have your way with me. Have your way with my life. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. The Holy Spirit is a, is a gentleman, just like God. Of course, because it's the, it's the power which drives God, right? So the Holy Spirit cannot operate if you don't open the door or, or, or allow him or give him the chance to. So this past couple of days, guys, on this fast, I'm fasting for me and the Holy Spirit to, to grow together. And y'all, when I tell you, oh, back to the Bible thing, I was saying that, say if you don't understand the Bible, when you, when you have the, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. So literally speak out loud, Holy Spirit, can you help me like clarify this? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand this part. The Holy Spirit is the one who, who created the Bible, who wrote the Bible. So he's gonna, he's gonna show it to you. You're gonna get a better understanding. Um, so my allergy is trying to mess up, Lord Jesus, not today. Um, so with that being said, Y'all, I'm only on like day two or three of this, no, day three of this fast. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is amazing. He's my best friend. He's he's my comforter. Whatever I need, he's got me. It's like, it's it's like he's Jesus, but not Jesus. It's like the spirit of, you know what I'm saying? It's the power. And it's he's played such an important role. And today, and this is where it brings into what I'm gonna be talking about on today's episode. Today, today, today. I was like, and each day, actually, each day, invite the Holy Spirit to operate in your life. I know I used to be a big thing of this, um, but I'm just started doing it again. I eventually stopped for whatever reason, but I would always wake up and say, Holy Spirit, do whatever you want to do with me today. Like, however you want to use me, please use me. I think I said either Holy Spirit or Lord, or maybe I use them interchangeably. 
And the thing is, the Holy Spirit, back to pleasure in the flesh, the Holy Spirit guides you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is literally your GPS here on earth. Your holy, The Holy Spirit is such a gift. And now when I think of it, it really pains my heart that we don't use the Holy Spirit. Um, or some people are out here who don't use this free gift that leads you into all truth. If you want to walk in your purpose, invite the Holy Spirit into your life. It's going to guide you into all truth. Um, I definitely believe that the Holy Spirit has obviously been working in my life but it's just that the fact that I I I didn't I wasn't focusing on a, a relationship with the Holy Spirit I knew it exists I knew what the Holy Spirit can do but understanding his personality understanding just building an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit just as much as my intimate relationship with God the Father it's 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 mind-blowing guys it's really mind-blowing and the holy spirit is going to lead you to everything if you're walking on your purpose if you don't know what to do your holy spirit is your best friend aka your gps but let me bring this together i want to talk about something so big and it's titled or called perseverance perseverance is everything Perseverance is everything. And right now I'm going to pull up Hebrews 11. Oops, scratch that. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Okay, let's get into it. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let me break this down. Let me break this down. This episode is so important. Please take heed to everything I'm saying. Or not even me. The Holy Holy Spirit, have your way on this podcast. Holy Spirit. Guys, Jasmine Charlie's out... Jasmine Charlie's out the room. Holy Spirit is taking over right now. Jasmine Charlie has already been out the room since I pressed record, but I need to literally let y'all know, this is the Holy Spirit time. Every time y'all tune into these episodes, it's the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, let's get it. Let's freaking get it, Holy Spirit, man. So where do I even begin? So first and foremost, let's read this verse one more time. Okay, and then I'm going to break this bad boy down. Then I'm going to get into the message of today's episode. I feel like I'm preaching a sermon. Am I a pastor? I don't I don't know. I'm just Jasmine Charlie. Okay, so it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. The last line, how it says the race marked out for us that ties into that is what your journey is this is a race but it's it's, it's not a sprint I think people confuse uh life the journey part with a sprint that it's quick I want I need to be on my next level tomorrow if you got to your next level tomorrow what are you living for what are you looking forward to for the rest of your life this is a race but Look what it said. And let us run with perseverance. Oh, let me not even jump into that part yet. Oh, Jasmine, I'm, all, I'm ready to dig in. Let me not even run into that yet. Like it said, a race, right? There's a, a race marked out for us. Okay? With that being said, how it said, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. That means there's things that aren't sin that are still holding you down. If you're racing, if, you, if this is a race, you don't, we don't need extra baggage that is holding us down. So what in your life is slowing you down from f- like being a key in this race to, to being very persistent and going head on strong on your race, aka in your life? It said, 
throw off everything, not some things, but throw off everything that hinders. Who in your life is hindering you? Check your friend groups and be transparent. Be truthful with yourself because you're only playing yourself like DJ Khaled be saying. You're playing yourself because this is a race that only you can run. So if that person is worth keeping so much in your life, but they're hindering you from this race, then that you can only take that up with yourself. You feel me? So with that being said, don't mind the thunder. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but it's starting to storm and everything. So much is going on. The devil is really trying, trying to try me. But this message is still getting out and this podcast episode is still going to be bomb. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Um, so it said, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Mind you guys, when I was reading this, I want to explain the, 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 the message for today, but also how the Holy Spirit, like how I connected with the Holy Spirit and got got all this revelation literally i was like holy i opened because this is the bible verse of the day on my bible app so i woke up early this morning holy spirit woke me up early this morning and we just like reading the bible and typically i'd be putting my phone on snooze i'd be going back to bed honey okay and this time no i didn't for whatever reason i was up and i was just digging deep into this verse and it's like dude the holy spirit was guiding me into so much and i was asking him questions like okay holy spirit i noticed the word entangles so what does that mean and literally it's saying that sin mind you not even entangles it said sin that so easily entangles entangles mean you're being caught in you're captured and the holy spirit gave me a vision of 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 a, of a fisherman that was catching a whole bunch of fish you're caught in there that is what sin does sin catches you in and this is the thing we're running a race of perseverance and what 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 jasmine jasmine what what is perseverance what does perseverance mean okay let me pull up the definition for you so make this very very clear perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success if you are living this life thinking you're not going to experience any difficulty, thinking that success is a one way street, you are playing yourself. The Bible literally has just told us in Hebrews 12 verse 1 that we are running a race and we need perseverance. What is perseverance again, Jasmine? Because I forgot because sometimes I'll be tweaking. Okay, let me say it one more time. Perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty. You're doing something despite how hard it gets. I'm still walking in my purpose no matter who I lose, no matter what God puts my way, no matter how bad the enemy try to attack me, no matter what the enemy try to take from me, I'm still walking and running my course on this race of life. I'm not quitting. I'm not saying, you know what? I had enough of all this difficulty in my life. I want to kill myself. I'm not, I'm not leaving this earth due to my own free will of suicide. I cannot because if I'm doing so, I'm literally fulfilling what the enemy has planned to do to steal, to steal, kill and destroy. I'm not letting the enemy win. So it's doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Can we please stop putting a time frame on when we need to be successful? Oh, I got to be successful by 35, 29, 30. I got to be married, have my house, have my kids, have my three BMWs by the age of 32. Because you're doing that, but we, we, we're forgetting what life is. It's a journey and there's going to be delays 
because it's life. Unexpected things happen. Unexpected things happen. And if you keep setting like goals and if you keep trying to plan, plan, plan your life and not just live by the Holy Spirit, you're going to lead yourself into so much so much hurt and disappointment because for so long you've been, you put this goal for yourself and you put this time stamp. You probably didn't even ask God or, or, or run it back up with God. You did this on your own. So you really need to be asking yourself, is this a part of my will or God's will? Number one. So like I was saying, guys, perseverance, something, the, the steadfastness, meaning you're, you're still at it. You're being, you're still being patient. You're still going at it. Steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. So literally in Hebrews, they told us that we need to run this race that's marked out for us, meaning that it's a race that's been put here regardless if we like it or not, regardless if you believe in God or not, regardless if you're tapped into your spiritual side or not, there is a race that is marked out in front of us. You choose if you want to run this race, walk this race, crawl this race, whatever you do, do it with some perseverance, please. Oh, well, it said let us run this run. So actually, you should be running. It said run. So don't crawl, don't walk, run. Run with perseverance, but run filled with the Holy Spirit. But let's keep going, y'all. So after that, and y'all, I'm going to be reading my notes. It's so weird because usually all my episodes, I just be free balling. But the Holy Spirit, I want to get all of this right, y'all. I want to make sure that I'm saying every single thing that the Holy Spirit, well, Holy Spirit going to bring it out to me anyway. But look, y'all, perseverance. So it, it's very much so needed for your journey of life. So it's like we have to develop, the, we have to get in the mind frame of perseverance. I think that's what the, the title of this episode is going to be, Perseverance. You have to be able to persevere no matter what comes your way, no matter how many attitudes piss you off, no matter what you what you grew up with or without, no matter what your environment is looking like, no matter what your finances is looking like, run this race with perseverance. Don't quit. Difficulty is going to come. It's going to come. And the fact that sin it tries to entangle us and there's things that we're say if you're running up you're trying to be person you're trying to persevere on this walk there's things that are holding and weighing you down and guys we got to be real this time of compromise gotta go that season is so much over now y'all i need you to understand in this in this podcast we're growing together i'm not coming on here and speaking and then not doing it in my own life or at least working on it in my own life i am and the one of the main missions behind this podcast is to understand that this is a, it's a community. You guys know this. So it's like we're doing this thing together. We're working on this together. If you need help, hit me up. Y'all know my email. If you need my phone number, what's up? <laughs> Not really my phone number, but for real, y'all, like we need to understand that we're doing this life thing together. We're all since it says that the, the race is already marked out for us. How much easier? How much easier would it be for us to do just do it together so it's like that's that season of compromisation gotta go what is holding you back is it staying up all night and then waking up sad or just unprepared missing missing whatever you got being late to work being late to class whatever the case may be how are you running this race and what is holding you back is it surrounding yourself with those group of people who aren't pouring into you i mean seriously guys i don't want to be around anyone who isn't pouring into me don't take it personal, but this is my life, bro. And it's like, I need to live the fullness of my life. How are you helping me? 
And I'm not just going to say that because I know there's sometimes God is going to use us to pour into people. Some people are just so drained that they don't have any, any, they don't have anything to pour into. I get that. But when I'm talking about close knit relationships, you can't get, you can't be close in my circle if you're not pouring into me. How are you helping me be the best Jasmine Charlie that I can be? And how, if, if I'm not helping you be the best, insert your name that you can be, then please remove me. Please remove me. I'll love you forever from a distance, but when it comes to people that we surround ourselves with, we forget that environment is so important. The people you surround yourself with, the people you live with, where where you are, environment is everything and it pulls out different things on the inside of us. And you want to make sure that you're in an environment that is bringing out the best in you. I got some friends that be pulling out some things on the inside of me that I never knew existed in a good way, in a good way. And I want to be that friend to people. I want to be that person in your life. I'm helping you. I'm, I'm helping you get more clarity on the man or the woman that God has created you to be. Environment, people. Environment. So that is the thing. I have here also people need to understand that this is a race of perseverance. Once they do, their whole approach on life would be changed for the better. That is word straight up from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit told me to tell y'all that, that your life, your whole approach, when, when you, when you, when you change your, when you change your focus to, I need to persevere, it's like when difficulties do come, it's not going to phase you because you know that you're called to persevere on this walk of life, period. Now, this is when the Holy Spirit started going deeper in me, y'all. So it made me think of this one verse. Holy Spirit, please bring it back to me. I know it's in Hebrews as well. Nope, it's in Ephesians, Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 18. Let's get it. I'm sounding super excited, guys, because for a very long time, I've been telling myself that I want to be able to recall Bible verses off the top of my head. That is just the passion of mine. I just always wanted to do that. And I know for me to do that, I need to put my face in a word. You know what I'm saying? And then just trust on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows all. So he's going to bring it back up to me. So let me read this y'all, because this is about what I be telling y'all all the time. Um, oh, let me read. Let me start from um, 12. No, no, no. Let's start from t- chapter 10. I mean, verse 10, Ephesians 6. Okay. And this is fun to get deep, but before I even read the verse, let me just give y'all a brief overrun of what I'm going to say. Um, basically we need to understand that there are kingdoms okay there's two kingdoms okay we got god's kingdom the kingdom of heaven we always hear about kingdom citizen you know god's kingdom royalty okay um which is our inheritance and then we have satan's kingdom oh you ain't know the devil had a kingdom oh yeah he do and just like how god got workers for his kingdom the angels and how we're supposed to be servants for god and and be kingdom citizens here on earth and let god's be the manifestation of god here on earth oh yeah the devil has his kingdom as well And in the devil's kingdom, he has workers as well. Demons. Demons are real. Demons are fallen angels. Um, Oh, fallen. When you think of fallen angels, it's like a counterfeit. It's like you, everything in the demonic realm is just a wannabe heavenly kingdom realm. So funny, Satan, you tried it. You're not the real deal. Get get out of my face. Um, So moving forward, though, let's jump into Ephesians 6, um, verse 10. I'm going to read from verse 10 to 18. And I want y'all to take heed. No, no, I'm not going to read to 18. I'm going to read to 12. Okay. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Oh, wait, hold on, Holy Spirit. What do you mean? So I can take my stand against the devil's schemes. So does that mean that the devil is going to be plotting schemes in my life? 
wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold, hold on, Holy Spirit. So you mean to tell me that in my life, the king and the prince of this, the king of deceit, the father of lies, the prince of this earth is going to set up schemes in my life? Oh, okay. So off bat, if you know, if the Bible is literally telling us that the devil is, is, is setting up schemes, if that doesn't tell you to be vigilant about every single thing, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I know some people used to tell me, Jazz, you, you overthinking and you're, you're thinking too deep. Y'all, we're in a spiritual warfare. What do you mean I'm thinking too deep? You're not looking deep enough. Do you know who we at war with, y'all? Do we know who we really at war with? So y'all, it says, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. There's a full armor of God that we need to put on each and every single day. Do not leave your house. Do not start your day without putting on the full armor of God. And if you're going to see it in Ephesians 6, read about it, hear about it. It's all there about how to put on the armor of God and what the armor of God is like. The belt of truth, the shoes of peace, the breastplates of righteousness. Oh, Holy Spirit is just bringing it out of me because I was, who Lord is good. I'm, I'm really tea right now, y'all. I feel like I'm like off of like, I feel like I'm on, I'm on a natural high right now. Y'all. I'm really jumping up and down. This is a real natural high, y'all. You cannot get this anywhere else in the world. You cannot find this in weed. I no offense to my smoker heads. You can't find this in alcohol. You can't find this in a tab. You can't find this in sex. You can't find this nowhere. Like literally, even even in working out, like you, I don't know. When I'm high off the Holy Spirit right now, y'all. I'm intoxicated by the freaking Holy Spirit, and I feel great. I may sound super crazy right now on this mic, but y'all, I feel really good, and I feel really high. Like I really feel high. Like I took hella puffs of the Holy Spirit juice. Okay, okay. Um, so moving forward to verse twelve, this is where. I need y'all to understand this and it's going to tie into everything and I'm going to snap and I'm going to expose the devil and his kingdom and his demons and the demons are getting mad at me. Hell knows my name and hell is pissed that I'm making this episode, but guess what demons? I don't care. This is going to get out because breakthrough and freedom is on the rise. It's on the horizon, guys. I feel the presence of God in this place. So guys, listen, it says in verse 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So y'all know from one of my episodes, I said this, if Tamika is getting mad at me and trying to curse me out, I'm not going to squat up and fight Tamika because I know that we're not struggling against flesh and blood. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. It's not about you and me, Tamika. It's about these demons in the spiritual realm. And I literally saw a video on Twitter when these two dudes or these two girls was fighting. And I've just seen so much growth because y'all literally growing up when I was a kid, I used to like go on YouTube and look up fighting videos for fun. Like I just thought it was interesting watching people fight. But now I'm in a it's so much maturity in my walk now. It's like I was literally like these people are wasting energy fighting because it's like the demons are literally laughing. And then I got a question. I asked the Holy Spirit this. He didn't give me an answer just yet, but I know he's going to give it to me. If two people are fighting, since we're not fighting against flesh and blood, how does that look in the spirit? Because I know that the spirit is just a manifestation of the, uh, of the, uh, I know that the physical realm, everything that we see in the physical, where, where, where we are right now, right now you are in the, in this physical realm. I know that everything in the physical is a manifestation of the spiritual. So if something is happening in the sp- physical, it's it's happening in the spiritual. So I was wondering like, okay, when people fight, 
Like, how does that look in the spiritual? Like, is it two demons fighting each other, but like they playing around and laughing because they like, ha ha ha, these people looking stupid. We're, we're winning. We're just playing with each other. Like, how does that look in the spiritual? Like, I would really like to know. If you think you know how it looks in the spiritual, please let me know because I'd, I'd like to, you know, dig deep on that. Um, but moving forward, how it says that we're, yeah, we're not, you know, um, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities and against the powers of this dark world. The authorities part got me because this is this is when I asked the Holy Spirit and then this is when he opened it so much deeper and this is what I'm going to go crazy on in this freaking episode. So literally I asked I okay so I was like okay it says authorities and I'm like but Holy Spirit the you know Satan got has authority like I didn't think Satan had any power. I didn't know Satan. How does Satan have any power? And this is what the Holy Spirit said. The Holy Spirit said, Jasmine, Satan does have power. He does have authority. Well, he Satan's power gets his power from us, but Satan has authority in his kingdom. Satan has a kingdom and in his kingdom, he has authority. Now, before we even talk about that, let's understand what authority means before I really dig in and shine some light. If a light bulb is not clicking in your head right now, oh, get ready. It's coming. Holy Spirit, are they ready for this? Holy Spirit, are they ready? Y'all, this is how I'm talking to the Holy Spirit. This is my best friend. I may sound crazy or look crazy on the outside looking in, but I'm connected to the true source of God. I'm created to, oh my God, let me shut up and just keep going. So authority is power or right to give other orders make decisions and enforce obedience please remember what i'm saying because when i open this door to your mind right now this is going to change everything and how you view things and how you operate here on this earth please listen the definition of authority is this y'all power or right to give orders make decisions and enforce obedience that is strong so the Holy Spirit told me after I asked the Holy Spirit a question, mind you, like I said, guys, I was reading the Bible. I didn't understand. I wanted more clarity on something. I asked the Holy Spirit. I literally said out loud, Holy Spirit, you know, I didn't understand this part. Like I thought that blah, 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 blah. And he responded. So I'm saying this to say that like when you read the Bible, if you don't understand something, literally say, Holy Spirit, I don't understand this. As if you're talking to me. If you said, Jasmine, I don't understand this verse. Professor so-and-so, I don't understand what one plus one is. How did you get that answer to two? Literally, that's how you talk to the Holy Spirit. Just like you're talking to a normal human being, the Holy Spirit is, has a personality. It's alive. So... The Holy Spirit said, Jasmine, the devil does have authority. He has his own kingdom. He has his kingdom, the demonic kingdom. And you know what? Um, you know what? But this is the thing. The enemy, the devil, Satan himself, whatever you want to call him, he has authority in his kingdom only. Only in his kingdom. He doesn't have any say-so or anything in the kingdom of God. Literally in Job, y'all see, the enemy literally has to submit to God to whatever God says. Even the enemy knows that God is real. The enemy must submit to God. That's why the enemy must submit to us because we're vessels of God. We literally, whatever we speak to these demons, they must listen and obey us because we are created in the image of God. Cool? Cool. So the devil has authority, guys, in his kingdom. So people are like, okay, well, that's his kingdom. I don't got nothing to worry about. That's his kingdom. 
Oh, we, we really do. Why? Because of sin. I understand so much more now. Sin is such a deep topic. Like, it's just so many ways you can just talk about sin, y'all. But when it comes to sin, Jesus Christ, oh my Lord. Sin is literally opening the gate for the enemy to have authority in your life. Because the enemy operates through sin. This is why God speaks so highly about not committing sin. Because you're literally handing over your, 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 your freedom to the enemy. It breaks my heart seeing so many people slaves to sin, y'all. I used to be a slave to sin. So I'm not going to sit up here, act like I'm holier art than now because I am not, honey child. I am not. I used to be a slave to masturbation, a slave to for, uh, fornication, a slave to uh, 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 a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I was a slave. The enemy literally, what did he do? What did they say? He entangled me because sin that so easily entangles. Once the enemy can get you to do it once, oh, you open the door in the spirit, baby boy, baby girl. You're making it easier for him. And now you're giving Satan authority. This is why God says, flee, run from sin. And the sad thing is, I know we live in the, the world is in a fallen state. So I know the norm or quote unquote, the worldly norm is it's normal it's a part of our culture it's a part of it's a part of just how the world is we forget that the world is in a fallen state so sin may look normal to us it may look like everyday life thing it may we may say it's not that deep it's not that it's not that serious but in the spirit is is serious because you literally are giving the enemy authority in your life and what is authority again it literally is the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. Meaning you can be obedient to these demons making you do what you want to do because you're living a life full of sin. But you won't know that. You're not always going to consciously know that. When I, let me, uh, Holy Spirit says, speak about uh, masturbation. When I was, when I was a slave to masturbation and at first i was oh well so i'm just freeing myself you know it's, it's self-care it's self-love you know i'm just you know freeing you know get get that orgasm in sis you know it's, it's self treat yourself that's that's what it was right no i opened that door very at a very very long ago i opened that door and it's it, it's it's been with me for x amount of years it was with me for x amount of years it's not with me no more in the, in the name of jesus but I'm saying that whenever I did get the urge, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm horny. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna orgasm. Let me, let me. I don't want to get too graphic, but y'all know, y'all know how women. Come on now. So, and men too, men too, men too. Okay. Um. So when I get the urge, I'm thinking it's just me. Oh no, baby boy, baby girl. That urge is not you. That urge is the demon that is giving you the order. And that you're now about to be obedient. He's enforcing your obedience because now you ha- you've opened the door be- previously to sin. And now the demons say, oh, yeah, masturbate, steal, kill that person, slap that person, curse that person's name. You're doing it because you're being obedient to the thing. It's giving you an order and you're making the move. Is this making sense? Is this clicking? Do you see how and why sin is so important and we need to flee from all of it? Sin is missing the mark. Sin is missing the fullness of your life. The fullness. We need to armor up, y'all. And let's talk about Satan's kingdom real quick. Because I know it sounds, well, it looks cool. I could, you know, living in the world and living a life outside of God's will. What does that look like? Having sex before marriage. 
I know from the outside looking in, it's like, dog, what are you saying? I cannot be having sex until I marry. I'm only 20 years old, bro. I'm only 18. I'm only 26. Like, what are you saying? Look at it deeper. And it's like, honestly, guys, never in my life would I have ever thought that I'd be tell say that I'd be abstinent. Never in my life. But is but the part of me when I said that one day when I was talking to somebody, that 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 also tweaks me out because it's like I said never in my life would I have ever thought I'd be abstinent. But I would have never had even thought that if I have never opened the door to sex in my life anyway. See, when you're a virgin, you're never thinking about oh well, never in my life will I be abstinent. Oh my god, I can't even imagine that. I can't sex, no sex, no masturbation. I can't even, because you've opened the door. You've opened the door, and now it's like it seems so impossible. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't fight that person no more. I can't do this. I can't gossip no more. What? You've opened that door. And now it looks for when the people do do it, it's like that person's crazy. That's weird. And also understand that I know from the outside looking in, I know some people might think, oh, you're weak or that's, that look, that's lame. What the hell? We're young. Get it done now. You're young. No, but it's actually showing me my strength because I'm not letting these demons hold me and have authority over me. As much as it do be, as much as it would feel so super great to get an orgasm in right now, y'all, it would. I'm not gonna lie, but it's like I didn't actually at this point, guy has like taken that part. Like it's just he's closed that. I'm very transparent. Guy has just closed that door and like took the desire. I think what we have to understand is like we have to literally hand over our desires to God. If you if you're not at a point where you're like, okay, God. I deal with this thing and I'm handing, here it is. I'm giving it to you. I'm putting it in your hands. You're never going to overcome it. You can try all day long to do it on your own strength. Okay, I'm going to take a break from this. But you always end up slipping back up. I know, I've been there, bro. I've been there, sis. You always end up slipping back up. Why? Because you never put it in the hands of God. It was still in your hands. You were still holding on to it. We literally have to get to a point in our lives, guys, when we hand over every single thing we know understand we have to hand over everything about us to god and let him throw away the things we don't need and add in the things that we do need but some of us are holding on to things that aren't who god is and it's blocking the fullness of your relationship it's blocking the fullness of your life and in the end it's leading you to death let's pull it up at proverbs 14 12 literally it says this is and this is about satan's dirty little crusty wannabe god kingdom it says there is a way that appears to be right but in the end it leads to death so in satan's kingdom and that's when the world it looks like everybody's having fun everybody's living their quote-unquote best life okay you live in quote-unquote your best life on earth in a worldly view but how is your eternity looking i'm not moved by nothing in this world where is your eternity state at are you going to are you going to heaven or hell these things are very much so real we cannot be afraid to say these things you know what i'm saying and it's like it looks good it smells good it may feel good it may feel good stealing money from that person and, and, and cracking people cards and, and spending getting all this money and wasting it on nothing not even the least you could do is invest it in a business that's what i would say but what are we doing we're just spending it on more nonsense things that depreciate but you over here cracking cards it feel good but in the end it leads to death 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 and it don't mean maybe oh you're gonna die we're all gonna die an earthly death all of us we're all alive right now we're gonna die an earthly death but hell is death heaven everlasting life please understand and remember that your spirit 
lives forever. Your soul, I mean, your soul is forever. Your soul is eternal. It's forever. It's never going to die. It never is going to die. Once God creates life, once a soul is created, it will never die. So I get scared because I don't want my soul. I don't want to live eternity. Eternity is someplace that's hot. Ain't, 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 no, ain't nothing good in there. It's death. Ain't no, you know, ain't nothing. Ain't no fun. Ain't no Kool-Aid in, 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 in hell. Ain't no Chipotle in hell. Ain't no barbecue. Ain't no ice cream in hell. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't want to spend eternity there. I want to spend eternity in, in, in the magical, beautiful, I don't want to say magical, but in the beautiful heaven. You feel me? So that is Satan's, that's about Satan's kingdom. It appears to be right. Because what does Satan appear as, y'all? He appears as the angel of the light. He appears like an angel. He, that's how he swoos you in. Remember, in Hebrews 12, 1, it said, be, con- be aware of Satan's schemes. You got to be geared and armored up so you don't fall into his schemes. You don't fall into the things that look and sound good, but in the end, you know, lead to death. So I really want you to ask yourself right now. Let's say, repeat after me, Lord God, please reveal to me anything in my life that isn't a part of who you are lord god whatever is not supposed to be in my life lord god please give me clarity please give me the conviction please give me the strength to walk away from it and surrender it no matter how hard it hurts Lord God, I want to follow you. So Lord God, every single day, can you please, pretty, pretty, please help guide me in your way, not the enemy's way. And may I be vigilant on my walk of life and be aware of Satan's schemes. Now, y'all, I want to talk about the kingdom, my kingdom, the kingdom. I'm so excited. Oh, before I even, no, 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 no. I'm going to talk about the heavenly kingdom and then I'm going to dive into another topic. So now this is the, my favorite kingdom. It's the godly kingdom. Why? Because, you know, it's God. <laughs> it's the God creator of all things. He has a kingdom and I want to be a part of it. And people think that people forget that God, you know, has feelings as well. And I think that the more that you grow your relationship with God, the more that you care about his feelings. So sometimes it's not even that dude, like it's like sometimes I'd be tempted to do so many stuff, but it's like, eh, I can't do it because I know it's going to hurt God's feelings. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, if you're in a relationship with somebody, a boy or a girl, or if you are in a friendship with somebody or a family member, like any relationship period, you wouldn't want to do so. I would hope not. You wouldn't want to do something that, to intentionally hurt that person. If you knew that mm, this is going to hurt the person that I love, I'm not going to do it. That is the same thing with God. And it hurts God when we sin, especially because sin don't do nothing for you. Everything that sin, everything of sin doesn't give life. Literally, it does not produce life. It doesn't give life. God is life. God is love and God is life. So it's like, wouldn't you want to live the, like God is literally, it'd be hurting his feelings. Cause like, dude, I'm life and you're choosing death over me. I freaking love you. I came off my throne, manifested myself as a human for you. Excuse me. Let's move on. So this is what Romans Romans 6.22 says about the heavenly kingdom, God's kingdom, which I'm a proud ambassador for. I'm a proud servant of the kingdom of God. Yay. So this is my kingdom, y'all. I'm repping my sit. So it says in Romans 6.22, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the results is eternal life. 
Let me, let me, before I even read that one more time, I want to elaborate that we, okay, like I said, there's two kingdoms. What are they? Demonic kingdom, Satan's kingdom, and the heavenly kingdom, aka God, the Lord's kingdom, the creator of all things kingdom, who loves us and who sent his only son to die for us, and then also gifted us with the Holy Spirit, who is our GPS here on this earth to live the fullness of our lives and to walk in accordance with his plan. Boom. So with that being said, since there's two kingdoms, we as people, we can either be a, we, we, we're, we're slaves to either, to, you, you can be a slave to the king. No, you are. It's, it's no if, ands, or buts. You are. You're a slave to either the heavenly kingdom or the demonic kingdom. No if, and, or buts about it. And please, we have to remember that Satan is the king of deceit. So you may not feel like you're a slave. You may feel like you're so free, quote unquote. You're so alive. You're so this and that. Of course, that's exactly what the enemy will want you to feel like so you can stay in it longer. Or sometimes it's like, I feel like I'm a slave to my emotions. When I was depressed, y'all, I felt like I was a slave to my body. I was a slave to this, this demonic spirit. This demonic spirit that is so unlike God. You know? Um, so you are a slave to whoever has authority over you. Please let that sink in. You are a slave to whoever has authority over you. And what is authority one more time, guys? It's the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. Are you being obedient to God or the devil? It's black or white. You cannot scream from the rooftops how much you love God because even God says, those who love me, those who truly love me will obey my commands. Are you obeying God's commands? Well, what are God's commands? How do I know? Are you living your life according to the word of God? God's word that was inspired by the Holy Spirit that is here, that is very much so alive. Are you being obedient? Because your disobedience is literally you serving the other master, a.k.a. Satan. Who are you serving? Who sent you? When I come across new people in my life, I'd be so picky. And I need whoever's in my life to understand this. Like, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, um, what's the word? I'm just, I'm just not so easy breezy. Anybody come my life. I always, I'm looking deeper. I'm always in my head thinking and, and just observing to see if you are a God sent or enemy sent. Cause I know what type of warfare we in and you're not going to hold me Satan. you're not going to steal my freedom. You're not going to steal my inheritance. When I leave this earth, I'm t- leaving with every experience that God has promised me with my name on it. Period. I promise you. That's one thing I don't play about. And my family too, my kids, I prophesy over their life. Generational curses end here. End here. I'm the generational curse breaker. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You picked the right vessel, Satan. You picked the right vessel. Oh yeah. They end here. It stops here. It stops here. Whoever is listening to this, are you going to be the generational curse breaker? There is no way you can be the generational curse breaker if you're not living your your life according to the will of God. It's that simple. It's simple, but it's hard to do. Sometimes I get it, especially because our, our, our flesh itself, the design of our flesh is sinful. But oh, thank you, Jesus, that we have the Holy Spirit. The whole point of the Holy Spirit is to help us, even though we have the sinful flesh, is to give us power over our flesh. I feel so on fire right now. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Hallelujah. I feel like I'm over here preaching a sermon. Who have I become? Really? The Jasmine Charlie who was so insecure, 
who uh, always got in trouble for talking a lot now has a podcast who's just on fire right now that is just that's just mind-blowing to me but let me continue you are a slave to whoever has authority over you period so what is it saying about the kingdom of god in Romans 6, 22, it says, but now that you have been set free from sin, the fact that it says set free, meaning that sin, like I said, it goes back to the encages, in- entangles you. When, when you sin, you're literally caught in something. It's like you're, you're, you're in a trap. You're not free. So if you're living a simple life thinking that, oh, I'm so free, I'm doing all this and that, you are being deceived by the enemy deceivement is so scary and lord god i pray that you just please reveal to us please may you untake the may you take off the goggles of deceivement over all of our eyes lord god please expose the truth where it is lord god please penetrate our hearts lord god we don't want to be deceived because we know that to be deceived is so strong it is like the scariest most saddest thing ever because you can think in your head this is the right thing and this is it this is boom this is bam this is glam the whole time lord god it's not even really who you are deceivement is scary please let us see the enemy and his lies for what they are it says so now that you have been set free from sin meaning to let me keep going jasmine and have become slaves of God. So when you're free from sin, you're now a slave of God. And the thing is, it's, it's so funny to me, y'all. It's like people say, swear up and down and hate the evil. There's so much evil that happens in the world. There's so much evil. We know all evil comes from Satan. So it's like, but you're, you're so mad about people getting shot up. I'm being transparent. You, you, you're mad about all these mass murderers, all these mass shootings, but it's all from the same kingdom. Yes, you may not be shooting up people, but you're, you're, you're killing people with your words. You're stealing from people. You're gossiping. You're judging people. You're, you're, you're holding a spirit of unforgiveness. All that is sin, which fuels the enemy, which fuels his kingdom. So you're just you're, you're in the same position as the person who shot up the school. I'm being black or white. Well, I haven't shot and killed nobody. I you're still in, the, but you're you're still in the realm. You're still in the kingdom of the one who has different factors. Same kingdom. What are you talking about, bro? So it says here, man, that since you've been now sent from sin, you have become slaves of God. The benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. There's benefits being a slave to God. I don't care how crazy I look. I don't care who I got to let go. I don't care what I got to stop doing. I know it hurts, but it's the benefit that comes with it. And this is why I do it. I feel so free. I feel so much at peace. I live in favor. I live in blessings. I can't get that in the enemy's kingdom. And maybe, yes, the enemy can give you money, the cars, the stuff, because he is the prince of the world. But that peace, that internal peace, that sanity that freedom you can't get that you cannot get that don't be deceived bruh don't be deceived i'm snapping right now holy spirit we are doing our dang on thing jesus christ there is benefits that come with being a slave of god and you know what matthew 6 24 said it says that you cannot serve two masters there is no way you can serve two masters there's no way so who are you going to serve? I'm going to end it with this. Who are you going to serve, y'all? I want to serve God. 
I know the person, and, and we have to be ready for it. Persecution is going to come. If y'all don't like me now, if, if whoever don't like me now, and I know there's people who tuning in who love me, but y'all, it's some things I'm a, I have to because I'm a servant of God. And like I said in the, in the very first episode of season two, I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear. The words that I'm speaking is not of me. It's the Holy Spirit. It's God. Just like how Jesus said, I'm not speaking on my own authority. This is the Holy Spirit. And there's some things that we need to start talking about, guys. And this is a serious moment. Serious moment. I know I've been goofy and I know I'm typically be goofy and stuff. And But this is the serious, serious moment right here. Seriously. Please listen. As much as I love you, I love you too much to see you go down the wrong path. I can't force you to walk whatever whatever path you choose, but me as my obligation as as a as a as a kingdom citizen, I have to stand by what I stand by, which is the word of God. And um guys, there's some things that I'm going to eventually start talking about and it's going to get real. If you think this show is getting real now, it's going to get real. I want you to understand that I'm not coming for anyone. I love everyone. Don't confuse judgment and criticism with conviction. If something is convicting you and penetrating your heart, that is God. That is God like, hey, over here. Yeah, that thing that you, you felt that, ooh, like when she said, ooh, she really brought that up. Ooh, I'm doing that. Or ooh, that kind of relates to, that's conviction. I'm not coming for anyone because I'm speaking out of heart posture of love. I know that there's a lot that we have to start talking about, guys. Serious, honest to God truth. And I'm a little part of me. I'm not afraid. I don't want to say I'm afraid because God did not create me with the spirit of fear. But I just pray that, well, I guess whoever's meant to be in my life is still going to be in my life. But I just know that it's some things that people I love, people I would die for. I die for all y'all. But it's like I'm, I'm, God needs me to speak about these things. And I just want you to know I'm not coming at you, but I'm here because I love you. And just to be open, when you just open your heart up to God and say, okay, God, Jasmine said this, and I know that this was coming from you. And I just don't understand because I've been doing this and I feel so good and blah, 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 blah. I don't understand, God. What are you talking about? Jasmine's blasphemy. Like, I don't know. Y'all gonna be saying some crazy stuff. Who knows? I need you to understand that don't take it out on me. Take it up with your Lord and Savior. If it means that you don't want to rock with me no more or whatever the case may be, so be it. I, I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing my obligation, you know, as a kingdom citizen. I mean, even there, there was more disciples, quote unquote, I don't call them disciples because they eventually left God. So he wasn't never a disciple to begin with. But Jesus, there were more people walking with Jesus than 12, but people walked away. It was only the 12 that stayed. So... And I just want, I just really want to be clear about that. Like serious, transparent moment. I'm so excited because with it though, if you just truly just trust God, if you, if you truly trust God, you will take heed to everything I'm saying on this podcast. I would never want to steer you guys the wrong way. I promise you, I would never steer you guys the wrong way. So if there's something that I talk about and you, it, it's, it's really about, are you going to surrender it up to God and let him show you the truth too? Cause I'm just the vessel, but God is going to you have to accept God in your life and let give him permission to show you in your own personal life, in whichever way you're feeling any type of conviction. It's going to be hard, some things to talk about. It's going to be hard um, to hear, but we need to have these conversations. And this is the Babylon with Jazz podcast. And y'all know I'm having the uncomfortable conversations that ain't nobody going to talk about, that people try to avoid or never just overlook. That's what I'm here for. And I know with that, 
a lot of stuff is going to be flying up. And I just want you to know that I'm no holy art thou saint. I'm living, I'm getting there. I'm very, you know, God has taken a lot of sin out of my life. Well, no, I, I have, the thing is you have to give up sin. God can't take that from you. You have to literally surrender and give it up. So I had to give God my sexuality, my sex drive. Cause boy knows I had one, but it's okay because my husband's going to get all that. <laughs> Whoever I am a marrying Jesus. <laughs> but until then it's on lockdown. You feel me? I had to give up a lot of things. Um, and with that, though, I benefited so much. And I just want you to feel this. I want you to I want you to be on this side. I want you to see that this is I'm, this is not a joke, that it's not far fetched, that the fullness being in alignment with the fullness of your life is the best decision that you can ever make. And though it may be hard to surrender up some things. It will be the best decision you ever make. And you will actually thank yourself when you are on the other side, when you are, are, are on the other side of it. During the pro- It's a process of giving it up and then dealing with not being with it. But I promise you, I promise you, it is the best decision you can ever make. Ever. So I just want to end with that, guys, because I'm, I, know, I know God is saying that it's time to talk about some things, guys. And... I just pray this is a heads up that you still rock with me. I really will hope in my heart. But if it's not in God's will, then it's not in God's will. I can't fight that. But I want you to know that no matter what happens, this is to all of you guys. No matter what happens, I love you and I'm here for you. And I would die for you. And whatever persecution is supposed to come my way or whatever bad talk whatever i'm ready for it why because i have the holy spirit who's going to give me peace through it all and i know the truth i live off the truth i live off the whole bible the enemy is attacking my generation so heavy right now and i'm not going to let that slide somebody at some point has to stand up and do what's right and that's what i'm doing so i want to just ask you this We'll, we'll end with this You are a slave to whoever has authority over you. So look at your actions and ask yourself, are these actions in alignment with what God stands for or what the enemy stands for? Then you'll know who's your master because you can only have one. I love you guys forever and always. Um, Ask Jazz, please submit some questions. I'm just, I feel so high right now. I'm on a natural freaking high and it feels amazing. It feels great. And I just am ready for us to grow, y'all. So it's time. Whoever is holding you back on this race of perseverance, they got to go. They have to go right now. And please, this week, focus on your relationship with the Holy Spirit just as much as God. But literally talk to your Holy Spirit throughout the day. Even good morning, Holy Spirit. Good night, Holy Spirit. Hey, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do today? Holy Spirit, I don't understand this. Holy Spirit, this girl is pissing me off and I want to slap her. Communicate with the Holy Spirit just like you have a communication relationship with God. Um, I think that's it for this week, um, guys. Um, I I just want us to just to get ready for what's in store. And I love you guys forever and always. As I always say, y'all, positive vibes only. Stay true to yourself and always remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life which is God's will. I love you guys forever. Have a good week.